Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Crypto Chats. So I know last week I promised that this week would be a really special episode with something really cool, um, and that actually uh, was rescheduled, which is unfortunate, but that's okay because it is still coming, so do not fret. Um, I'm not going to give away too, too much about what I had planned because it's really neat and I want everyone to be excited about it um, and surprised. So um, instead of talking about that anymore, we're going to jump into this week's cryptid. Um, Since I had a completely different plan for this week, I kind of just threw my notebook and whatever it landed on, I was like, great, that's what we're going to do. So we're going to talk about the Bat Squatch. The Bat Squatch is super interesting to me because I I love bats. I think they're very cool. They're a very unique um, animal that we have on this planet, and I just really, really like them. They're super cute and just very helpful, and I appreciate them. And then, you know, I love a good Sasquatch. I think we all know that about me at this point. So you put those two things together, and it's like the ultimate cryptid. I mean, maybe not the ultimate cryptid, but it's up there. It's up there on the list. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. So, in May of 1980, um, the volcano in Washington State that we all know as Mount St. Helens actually erupted. And it erupted due to, I think it was mostly caused by the fact that there was um, a really large earthquake that hit the area just before and the pressure of it um, caused this volcano to erupt. And around the same time, so like shortly after the actual eruption of the volcano, people started seeing this weird creature um, flying through the sky in the same general area of this volcano. Um, And then, you know, naturally people kind of came to the conclusion that like, okay, so this thing was living either in or around the volcano and was disturbed by its eruption. And now it's pissed and it's coming for us which I think is a fair um, conclusion to draw (laughs) at that moment, Um, because, I mean, that makes sense to me. Uh, But, yeah, so basically, um, this volcano erupted. People start seeing this this crazy creature um, that was described as having blue fur, bright yellow eyes, a muzzle that was somewhere between a wolf, a fox, and a bat, uh, bird feet, (laughs) this is funny just like funny piece of information about it bird feet um and then bat-like wings that were you know leathery looking with a wingspan of about 50 feet and um stood at about nine feet tall so that's a big boy that's a that's um that's that's big bird level level large i don't know if big bird's wingspan was 50 feet but that's a big boy and good for him though because that's pretty cool Uh, One of the things that people started to um, report when they were having these encounters with this creature was that it was affecting their vehicles. Um, What's interesting to me about that is that around this time, uh, Mothman was kind of gaining its popularity and uh, becoming a little bit more of a big deal. And because people knew that Mothman was known to affect man-made things like the bridge in Point Pleasant and things like that, that um, this cryptid must be somewhere in the same like family tree as Mothman because of its ability to affect car engines and vehicles and things like that. Um, and I think that's really interesting just because, I mean, that's like, again, with the conclusion that they came to about this creature maybe living in the volcano, 
it feels like a natural next step to be like, oh, well, this thing can do the same kind of, you know, bullshit on our cars that Mothman can do on a bridge. They're probably related and they both have wings. Um, that makes sense to me. It's like, I feel like a pretty logical conclusion to come to. Obviously there's a lot of differences, but, uh, still, I think it, it kind of tracks a little bit. I really wanted to like touch on the whole theory that the bat squatch was kind of like laying dormant or in hibernation um, around the volcano for, you know, however long, like hundreds of years, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know how old he is. But I learned recently from TikTok that none of us actually know what hibernation is um, because I think at least I, going to public school, was under the assumption that a bear just goes to sleep for six months throughout the winter and then wakes up. Um, and I learned recently that that's not what that is. So I really wanted to, like, maybe have that be the reason why the Bat Squatch just popped up in the 1980s and then just, like, kind of disappeared for a little bit. Like, I was like, oh, well, maybe he just sleeps for six years at a time. But since, um, since TikTok has shown us all the light about what hibernation actually is, uh, I, I don't think that that's really what happened. I do think it is still possible that, um, this creature was laying dormant in, maybe in this volcano or, like, around it. You know, that's not totally, like, unheard of. There's, like, some species of sharks and octopus that live inside of underwater volcanoes, uh, which is super cool to me. And it's so... Doesn't feel totally unrealistic for me to say that maybe this creature just, like, lived in the volcano and then, you know, it erupted and he was, like, all pissed um, and flew away and took his anger out on the townsfolk. That makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of time in between a lot of these sightings. Um, you know, we've got 1994, 2009, there's one from 2011 and then 2014. And it's kind of just like, oh, well, what's this guy doing in, in that time? Because at this point, I'm not really super sure I'm convinced that this is a group of cryptids um, rather than just a single one. So I don't know. Let's jump into the sightings because I know that I'm probably getting kind of hard to follow right now. So we're going to start with the earliest sighting. Um, it was in 1994. And to my knowledge, there were a couple other like reported sightings in between the first sighting of this creature in 1980 and um, this one from 1994. Uh, but nothing like specific enough for me to be able to um, tell you the whole story of what happened. So you'll notice there's a jump there and that's that's mostly why. Um, but some of the stuff that is in these sightings were previously reported from other people just as little tad like tidbits instead of like full actual reports. So in 1994, there was a man named Brian Canfield who was driving um, along some of the roads that kind of are around Mount St. Helen, not necessarily like up the mountain um, or through the, you know, volcano's path or anything, but in the general area where he said that his truck stopped in the middle of the road. Uh, and then right before um, his truck stopped, he reported that a described bat squatch landed in the road in front of him. Um, so this is like one of those weird cases where, you know, all of the, the stuff lined up. Um, but a lot of people wrote it off as a hoax until, uh, 2009 when another sighting came out and then everyone was like, well, okay, well maybe, well maybe. 
Um, so then we'll fast forward to 2009 so you can hear this sighting. So there were several hikers um, that were all separate from each other. It was like uh, two or three groups of hikers, um, all from different vantage points on uh, this hiking trail that all saw this creature. Um, if I remember correctly, it was like there were like seven or eight of them in total that saw this creature and they all saw it separately and all described it in the exact same way. And then um, what's also interesting is that they actually reported that it flew out of a crevice of Mount Shasta, which is, that's just cool. Like they all saw it from separate vantage points and still all um, kind of reported the same thing, but then also um, this weird detail of it flying out of like a crack in this mountain is, is super interesting to me. And so obviously you can kind of see where like before people maybe thought it was a hoax, but there, you know, was some validity and like credibility to this group of like seven or eight people all seeing the same thing from like different angles, um, which is neat. I think that's always kind of cool. Um, so we're going to fast forward a couple more years to June of 2011. Um, this one's a little hinky, but I kind of like it. I think it's, it's interesting and like very relatable. It's like relatable content. Um, so there's a man in his yard who's walking his dog and he sees a creature flying above them. Um, and he goes, this is his like direct statement. I saw something flying in the sky. It had bat wings, blue fur, and glowing red eyes. It was about nine feet tall at least, and after I watched it, it just flew away. Um, <laughs> that one, I just, something about it feels very relatable to me. I just, like, how many times have I been outside, like, walking my roommate's dog and then, like, staring at the sky looking for something weird to happen? Um, and this man just minding his business, walking his dog, and, uh, the bat squatch flies overhead. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I, I don't know. I don't have much of an opinion on this other than I think it's kind of interesting. Um, so we're going to just fast forward to 2014 where this one, this one's definitely cooler. This one I have a little bit more of an opinion on because it's like, again, another like huge group of people reporting seeing this, this creature. So a second period Spanish class sees a giant black mass fly by their classroom at incredibly high speeds. Um, and they told reporters that the wingspan was about, um, 30 feet and it was about nine feet tall. That's so cool to me because like, can you imagine being in school, like just hanging out in your class and you like look out the window and you know, a weird cryptid flies by the window and like your whole class sees it. That's that one I think is really interesting. Cause I, first of all, I didn't get any details about where this school is, which is like, I know it kind of doesn't really sell the story that much, but that's okay. Um, but I don't know. I just think the details of it are really interesting. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's what I got for you guys on that. It's just, it's interesting. That's, that's all I can form for an opinion. Um, I would like to, to just note that in my notes, sometimes I do my research in the middle of the night when I get home from work and sometimes I reread my notes afterwards and kind of just laugh to myself. And in this one, I wrote Steve Buscemi created Bat Squatch in Spy Kids 2. So <laughs> you can kind of see where my brain was at there. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe he did. I, I can't remember all of the, the weird, crazy creatures that he made in that movie. 
but I don't think it's totally unrealistic to say that he maybe made a bat squatch. Just saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I am sold on the existence of a bat squatch. I think it's cool. I think it's neat. I still don't know if I'm sold on it being an entire, um, like, family or, like, species of, of bat squatch. Um, but I am definitely sold on at least the existence of it. Um, I would love to hear from you guys, though. Do you think that Steve Buscemi created this, or do you think that it lived in the volcano? Um, definitely hit me up. Let me know, because I would love to hear anyone else's opinions. And also, like, I think the Bat Squatch is super interesting, so if you guys have any more information or sightings or anything, definitely hit me up, because I live for this. Um, yeah, so next week I'm going to be bringing you guys something super cool again. Um, I'm not going to promise my special episode because I don't know if it's going to be next week or the week after. So you're going to have to just um, hold tight on that one. And yeah, so I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great week. Bye!